Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi six figure mental health business and a seven figure coaching business. Now, listen, I will keep it all the way real. I will share my top secrets. This includes the good, the bad and the ugly of what it takes to reach ultimate abundance. I believe that you can make an abundant living and become unapologetically successful, going after big business and lifestyle goals while also having fun and making a significant impact in your community and your home. So strap on your seatbelt and watch me challenge you to rise up to the person that you were meant to become. This is the Intentionally Abundant Podcast. Hey, great day, great day, and welcome back to the Intentionally Abundant Podcast. And so first off, I want to express my gratitude for you tuning in today. Now, this episode will be quite different from the last few episodes that I have published. Um, The last few episodes, especially kicking off the new year in 2023, I wanted to really cater to some of the questions that had lingered in my DM and on my stories on Instagram as it related to um, business growth, business expansion, and really helping people, especially mental health providers, um, healers, and therapists, of course, be able to set their goals for the new year. And so what I decided to do, um, which is not so differently than what I have done in the past, but I really have not made it a practice to share it on my podcast, is that I wanted to take you through my process of what happens um, with my mindset, my creativity, my level of gratitude, um, specifically when I am traveling. Um, now, if you've been tuning into the podcast for a while, including my YouTube channel, you would have noticed that the fourth quarter was travel heavy. I mean, me and my family with different dynamics, meaning it was either all four of us, me, my husband, and my two sons, or sometimes just me and my husband. Sometimes it was me, my husband, and my youngest son. Um, But we have been to Mexico on a Disney cruise. 
we went to San Francisco to visit a friend and hang out after Thanksgiving. We went to London and Paris. And we also, well, we had our graduation here for our students, but we also went to Vegas. And so needless to say, the fourth quarter was fairly busy. On top of that, we were welcoming in the last cohort of the Dope Therapist Academy students who had enrolled in August and September. And then we were also onboarding our mastermind students who interviewed and secured their spot in the fourth quarter so that they can start in the beginning of 2023. So then I started my year off, which is what we did last year as well, um, with going to Hawaii. And so what I did that I feel like was a little bit more intentional was that when I was on the airplane, something prompted me to just start reflecting on what do plane rides do for me? Why do I like to take plane rides outside of maybe vacationing or spending time with my family or seeing the world? Because I feel like it's a lot deeper than like just a physical high, right? So I'm just on this podcast really going to share with you a lot of the things that came up in a more freestyle type of way. I mean, I have a note list right in front of me. I was typing out these notes on my phone or on my iPad, but this is not a educational podcast, but I definitely believe that no matter what level of your career or your business that you're in, or even if you're not in business or you're not a therapist, I believe that these uh, series of episodes that I'm going to share over the next few episodes will definitely be helpful just to get you to start thinking about how do you want to proceed in this year um, working towards your goals? So the first thing that came to mind when I was on the plane is that it triggers in a positive way my creativity at what I call an all-time high. So I can pump out, for example, slides. Um, prime example, we have a four-day Abundant CEO private practice boot camp that leads into our open enrollment for our Dope Therapist Academy program. And we've been launching this program every January for the last three years. And then we um, usually offer it throughout the year, depending on what else is going on in the year. And so I find that on certain flights, and not all of them, but more in particular day flights, because the kids are busy, they're either asleep, they're watching movies, they're eating. My husband is also, you know, they downloaded Netflix. For this particular flight, my mom was asleep or talking to the people sitting next to her. And so I was sitting on the aisle seat with the kids and I just chose, you know, pull out my uh, laptop and I really just wanted to journal, not necessarily work. But sometimes when I'm journaling, I find that some of the things that I'm writing down could technically go into the slides or if I'm like listening to personal development, I'm like, ooh, that would be super helpful for the boot camp coming up or the club or, oh my gosh, that reminds me of something that I've done or that I've manifested or that I've tried in the past and it worked for me. So let me share it with other people. And so I was able to um, work on the four day boot camp on the plane. Unlike our last trip, specifically to London and Paris, I wasn't able to focus because I was just, I guess, so excited. Also, when I am traveling, especially on a plane, I can create a whole launch funnel. 
literally on a plane. So whether the plane ride is an hour up to like 10 hours, of course, most of our plane rides are on average about four to five hours. I can pump out a whole funnel. What do I mean by a funnel? I can pump out the sequence for the emails. Now, I ain't saying that I'm writing emails, but just like, what is my vision for the sequence? What are the themes of the emails? I can actually create a landing page fairly easy. I've been doing this for a very, very, very long time. I can create step-by-step my launch map, and then I can just assign all the specific pieces to my team unless I do them myself. Because on my team right now, we still have certain roles that are not taken by anyone else in terms of knowing how to do it on their own outside of me training them. And specifically around funnels, it, that is a loaded topic. So I have to, you know, give those to individuals one thing at a time. Uh, but nevertheless, that still speaks to my creativity. Now, one of the things that I typically do right before we take off, and I've been doing this practice for the last two years since 2020, is that I will download videos and podcasts to my phone because you never know if Wi-Fi is actually going to work on the plane because there's been glitches, even if you pay for it, because that's what actually happened with my flight going to Hawaii. And that's why I chose to do more personal development. But what I'll do is I'll listen to a meditation and I'll find that I listen to the exact same meditation every single flight. Now, I want you to keep in mind this meditation in which we take off with or that I take off with because it's going to come up later on in a part of these series. Okay. Now, other more internal things that happen is that um, when I'm on vacation, when I'm working out, it feels different, probably because I'm in a different environment. I get to see other stuff outside the window or heck, maybe even outside. I have an appreciation for views that feel different. I can walk outside right now and it's January, so I can go outside and see the beautiful mountains far away from my home, but they look close. They actually have snow right now. Or during the summer, I can walk outside and see the beautiful sky, a lot of palm trees, pools, you know, all those things. But I think because I'm used to them, because we're human, we don't even recognize the things that are in front of us because they've become so normalized to us. And actually to share a little little bit of background in terms of a story is that I just met with our mastermind students for their first official coaching call this year. And these are clinicians who are working um, beyond a private practice and they are working on various streams of income, but their main stream of income is solid, okay? And a lot of them actually came from the Dope Therapist Academy. So on this call, a theme came up around stability, this thing called the recession. And one of the tips that I give in terms of getting a clear head is that sometimes you may need to go work in a different workspace, even if it doesn't cost any money. And so because I knew where one of my students lived, because she lives right next to me, I started reminding her of certain areas that I've worked in, put on my flip-flops, workout clothes, walk over there. I'm not dressed up. I'm not doing any extraordinary videos, just like some basic reels about day in the life. And she was just blown away by me bringing up that you can take 10 steps to area one, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, heck you plan for all these amenities just like me. So why aren't you using them? And her mouth just like flew wide open, like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, you know, the corner in your home or the extra spare bedroom, your office space, you've become emotionally and creativity-wise numb to it. 
So that's why I heavily appreciate when I'm traveling, looking out the window. If I published right now on Instagram, every single video and picture that I have of the sky, you wouldn't even know that I was on a different trip. You would just think that I'm looping the same video, but I just like to capture the same thing because it just makes me feel good. Right. I also believe that a secret part of me wants to live off a beach. This is something that I've been tapping into for the last like few years, especially last year when we went to Hawaii after the world opened back up. I just really like the sound of waves. And so I have two ways of meditating. It's either guided meditation. I do not like it. It doesn't mean I don't do well. I just don't like when I'm sitting there with nothing outside of being in the shower. Um, But I like guided meditation and I have the certain ones that I listen to. And then I also like listening to the sound of the beach and then I can sit still and just allow my mind to wander and go wherever it's going to go. So I started to think like on our way to Hawaii, like I wonder if a secret part of me really wants to live like on a beach. And in my past, um, in a past relationship that I was in, it had ended and I had just moved into a new home. And I didn't know if I was going to stay in that home because it was like way bigger than just me. And it was like a three bedroom, 2000 square foot home. And I'm like, this is a lot of home for like one person who also is not here. I'm working a lot. So I had said that if I moved anywhere, it would be to the beach side in Southern California. And it would be like a condo town home or another home. And I really wanted to walk outside my back door or down like some stairs and walk literally into the sand and put my feet to beach water. Maybe not LA beach water. Cause it ain't as clean, but bottom line is I want to be by a beach. I like to be at the beach It's very relaxing, right? So the water sound is soothing. And that's really important when it comes down to meditation because you're tapping in to your five senses. And so as we proceeded to go to January um, Hawaii trip, it was a really good feeling because it was me, my mom, my husband, and our two kids. Um, My cousin and his girlfriend met us out there the same night that we flew out there. But it was really fun to travel specifically with my mom because I haven't traveled with her probably since right before I got pregnant with my son, which was 2016, we all went to DC and New York. I think that was literally the last time that I traveled with my mom. And so the last time that I went to Hawaii um, with her was actually 2014. And that was a group of 10 of us. Um, I wasn't in a relationship at that time. And that's when my uncle and aunt own the Disney Vacation Club timeshare, which now we're owners of as well. But I was just enjoying the scenery. And one of the things that I had told myself is that when I have a family, I want to bring my family back here because it's fun. It's all inclusive. I mean, you still got to pay for your food and stuff, but you can literally stay there for seven days and you don't need to go anywhere to me if you really just want to relax. Now, one of the things that came up with my mom, and she doesn't listen to my podcast, but if she did, she is going to hear this now. It's hard for my mom to receive gifts. I think that that comes from her being so independent to the point where within the last week, she's asked me two times to give her her bill. And because she knows or she's learned my pattern, she said the last time, I'm serious. And I just said, "Mm." like I gave her back what she gives me because when she doesn't want to answer a question, she'll be like, "Mm." and so I gave her the look and the sound back, okay? But I end up buying all of our tickets 
I don't want her to know how much it is. If she asked me multiple times and she requested at the worst case scenario, if she stays on me, because this has happened before, usually what I'll do when I buy the tickets and the reason why I buy the tickets all on one ticket and don't let her buy her own is that usually I either get travel points, but specifically we get like certain bags for free, especially if we're flying like Delta. Now this flight, we were flying Southwest, but I just wanted all of us to be on one flight. Now, in terms of what happened with Southwest, that's a whole nother podcast episode. I'm not going to get into that because we did travel a week after the quote unquote meltdown. Okay. So, um, going back to last year, just kind of bringing me to current date of being in Hawaii and really feeling the moment is that, um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting like (laughs) scatterbrain. Um, what I was going to say is that if she keeps asking me for the money, usually I'll tell her to put it in my son's bank account that she has for him separately. And then what I'll do every month is I text her and say, what is his balance? And then I add up all of his balances just to see like how much money he has in like his various, um, regular bank accounts and his investments accounts. Um, so last year around this time, I became a DVC member. We love Disney, or I'm going to say, I love Disney. My youngest son loves Disney. I don't know if my husband loves Disney, but he will go along with the ride, but he did like Alani. And when he, we went there and we got off the plane and we got to run a car. He was like, Oh my God, I got my next like number one travel place. And he was like, Hawaii. Now, granted, he said the same thing when we went to London. I'm like, it's just exposure. We're getting in different places and we're going to like them all so that we can come back. It's never going to be our last time, right? Um, But one of the things that I did, and I believe I did a podcast episode on this, is that we manifested that DVC membership. So when I went back in 2014, my uncle, probably a year later, ended up selling the DVC timeshare. Now, he had asked me, did I want it for like $10,000, which is a steal, right now. Now I had just gotten out of a 10 year relationship, like a marriage. I didn't have any kids. I wanted kids, but I wasn't thinking about any kids. I wasn't even thinking about going to Hawaii with anyone, let alone just like with my family having fun after Christmas. And so when he gave me the offer, I'm like, why would I want to come back here? Like, it's nice, but it's like for families to me, like, even though you can go there clearly without a family after I've been there like three times now. And so I wish that he would have. And I tell him this to this day, if you would have sat me down and told me the value and what it brings for me later and really just help me shift my mindset to focus on in the future, I more than likely would have bought it. Hell, I had the $10,000. I wasn't doing anything with my money. And so he apologized for it, but I mean, it was said and done. And so when we went last year, we end up doing a tour on the last day and it was one side of the resort that we didn't even walk to because we were there for like four nights, five days. And so it was the DVC like walkthrough of the timeshare park because we stayed on the hotel side and we just paid cash and it was a pretty penny. It was like 23 to 2400 bucks. It wasn't a joke. And we were very lucky to get that reservation because, you know, that resort just fills up fairly quickly and it's Disney. And so anyways, We um, went on a tour of like a two bedroom villa and I fell in love. I'm like, this is the same villa that my family had. I really want it. We took a picture with the Disney Vacation Club um, picture and then I posted it on my wall in my office and I'm actually looking at it right now. It's like a picture of Mickey Mouse sitting from like across the water where you can see like the sunset and sunrise and he's looking at the Alani resort and me and my husband and my son took a picture in front of it and we said we're going to manifest this and that's exactly what we did and we ended up becoming DVC members that February 
And so um, now I want to talk to you about a little bit about manifestation. Okay. So I realized in 2019 around my wedding anniversary, um, how travel is something that makes me feel vibrationally good. Like when we start traveling clearly for our honeymoon and things like that, like I just got extra hooked, like more hooked than I had been before. But that's when I really started noticing, like it makes me feel different. So now I want to shift to a question that I actually got on Instagram and I've covered it a little bit, but I really want, if you have a question for you to ask your specific question, because what tends to happen is I'll say, do you want me to talk about this? And someone will say yes. And then I'll talk about it in a very general sense, but I want to be able to answer your specific question. So what I have prompted in my stories is how do you travel or how do I travel and run a business as a wife and I have two kids? And so I'm going to share with you the DTA model, the B-R-A-N-D. This is our five-step proprietary model that we use in our academy. And so B stands for blueprint, R stands for reach, A stands for automation, N stands for niche, and D stands for delegation. So I always laugh when I talk about it in this way because I tell my students, you should create and know your framework like the back of your hand over time when you practice and you should low-key be able to apply it to anything, right? So I'm able to apply this brand to a lot of things. So I'm gonna apply it to travel. So when I think about blueprint, that's AKA your map. So what's the vision for your travel? Are you traveling for business or are you traveling for pleasure or are you mixing in both? Um, What are the dates? When do you want to go? Where do you want to go? So you have to create some type of internal visual map about your blueprint so that when you start actually planning the travel and going through the R-A-N-D, your business and your life will run a lot smoother. So now let's dig a little deeper. Reach aka your magnet to attracting what you want, similar to us attracting clients and opportunities in our business. So one of the things that I've done is I will write out a script from time to time, especially when it's related to someplace that I have never been before or someplace that's like on my bucket list. So I'll write a script as though the trip already happened and I'll create a vision board and then I'll do something like on Pinterest Or on Canva, specifically on YouTube, I will go and watch videos about people or families that have went to the destination that I want to go to. On Pinterest, I will go and read other people's blogs and look at pictures and start pinning things on a board. That's how I even planned our Disney cruise. I had never been on a Disney cruise. And Disney cruise rules are a little different. I mean, they deck out their doors with magnets. If you go to my Instagram stories or reels, actually, but my stories have it too, you'll see how we decorated our door with magnets. They're personalized for Christmas, but these families get all up into it. There were certain things that I just wasn't prepared for, but other families like gifted our son at dinner. And I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) you know? So I'm glad that I read some blogs, and watch some of the vlogs, but it is helpful to understand what you're attracting in your vision. Um, Because again, when we talk about reach as being magnetizing, you want to be able to attract the experience that you actually want to have on vacation. And that can include how your team does or does not communicate with you. How do they handle your business? Now let's dig a little deeper and talk about automation. 
automation is really focused on, if we're talking about trips, transferring money to another bank account. I'm a firm believer in out of sight, out of mind. Everybody has different spending habits. I'm not an avid um, believer in the swipe method, meaning I'm just swipe my card and not know my balance. But I would prefer to divvy my money across different debit cards or high yield savings accounts because I can stack up the money quicker when it's not in my account in which all of the bills come out of. Now, in terms of the business side, you want to look at your business structure and figure out what needs to be automated when you're done, like a vacation responder, so that no one, and put on your calendar that you're not accepting any new invites, because sometimes, depending on how you run your business, you may actually just start receiving invites and you're not even there, and then people assume that you're coming, that you're here, because you never even told people beyond your team that you were gone, okay? So automate your money on transfer, also automate your business system so that things will be taken care of when you're done. And we'll get more into that when we get into the D for delegation. Um, Niche, when we're talking about travel, look at your specific goal of the trip. Why are you going? What value can it add to your life? Um, Not just as a person or as a business owner, but for your whole life. Can it add benefits or value to your personal life or your business? What I had spoke about earlier was me magnetically being drawn to the beach and me really feeling serene, calm. I have more capacity in my brain to actually think, to process, or just to be, be present, okay? So what value can traveling add to your life or that specific destination or that hotel or the activities, okay? Because you want to only attract like your ideal client, your ideal experience for travel. Now let's get into the last step, which is delegation, which is a huge one if you're talking about leaving your office, even if you work online or remote. So what can you delegate away off your plate Ideally, way before you take a vacation so that the person is trained to either plan for your trip or do things while you're on your trip. So, for example, I have my assistant from time to time because I actually like to look up plane tickets that like some things that are a task to others is a joy for others. Right. So, you know, to each his own. I like to look up plane tickets because I like to feel like I'm getting a deal. And I do, you know, so, but sometimes I don't have the capacity to do it. So I'll have that little voice in my head that says, you really need to give this to your personal assistant. Give her specific guidelines like nonstop or not, which airlines you do or don't fly and have her look up the flights, the times, the dates, and all those things. Also have her look up hotel accommodations. But again, I have to give her access to my account because what she may find online is not the hotel that I want to stay in or maybe not even the right price because it's linked to my membership or my points, right? Um, Maybe you want to engage in activities or find a photographer when you're traveling. How do you set that up? Or do you just simply write out a list of what you want and then you have that person go find it? But it's the same thing for your business. What needs to be delegated while you're gone? So prime example, when I was gone the first week of January, my team knew that I was gone since last January. Okay. So it's been a year in the making, but I also had to look at what was coming up. So what we had coming up was our Dope Therapist Academy launch and the boot camp, and making sure that our mastermind students were set to go and they had access to their portal. So I had to make sure that two big boards 
on my project management system had all of the steps and all of the dates that everything was due so that my team can really just use the project management system as a checklist, do their items and get off the computer. I don't mandate my team to be on no computer from eight to four, or eight to five, do your work, have the measurable outcome completed and be done. Go live your life, go to the dentist, go dance or something, right? So now that I've had fun on this podcast episode, applying our Dope Therapist Academy framework to travel, I want you to let me know What's your brand model for traveling for 2023? Meaning if you had to choose like a word of the year or a theme, what are some of the things that you're looking forward to as it relates to travel? Even if it means that you're planning travel in 2023 for the following year or maybe the fourth quarter, I want to know. So if you can do me a huge favor, head over to Instagram snapshot this episode and leave me your biggest takeaway. I would greatly appreciate it. One of the things that I want to start doing, but I need your information to do so, I would really like to start reading your biggest takeaway from the podcast on a future podcast and giving you a shout out, sharing your Instagram handle, and even a little bit about what you do and who you are. But the only way I can do that is if you post on the stories and tag me. Don't just post it because I won't see it necessarily based on the Instagram algorithm, okay? So I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for some more abundance, travel, and business podcast episodes, and I will see you in the next one. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Intentionally Abundant Podcast. Now, I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more resources, head over to drtk.com forward slash link for additional abundant resources. Now, until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.